0: The views expressed in the following podcast are those of the hosts, and not necessarily those of our sponsors, Trek Radio or Krypton Radio. For more information, please visit StolenDroids.com, and then there will be cake. Hello, and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast, episode number 81. I'm Schmitty. I'm Stark. I'm zana And I'm Zook, and we come to you this, uh... This vice presidential debate Thursday.
1: Is I that no like a national way, holiday now? It
0: should be, actually. We should actually make it into like a Thunderdome-style arena. Sponsored by the Comedy Central.
2: <laughs> <laughs> will Tina Turner be there, and will she sing Proud Mary? Hey, Tina Turner and Chainmail is still a good-looking thing. Uh, Wait, what? Hey, Tina, <laughs> Tina Turner never a good-looking thing, in my opinion, but that's neither here nor there. She can kill it on
0: Proud Mary. Very true. Speaking of Proud Mary, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors. I, I have no idea how this has anything to do with Proud Mary. Our <laughs> oh, friends, CryptonRadio.com, <laughs> TrekRadio.net, OpenBookAudio.com, and Stitcher.com. Hey, did you know that we have also been nominated for Stitcher's Podcast Awards? Really? I, I did know that. I but know.
2: please, tell us more.
0: If you go to Stitcher.com, or follow the links at StolenDroids.com. You can uh, nominate and vote for us for the best show in tech. Just start typing in Stolen Droids. Believe it or not, we're the only ones named that. Go fig. Uh, voting closes the 19th of October. And so uh, hurry. So hurry. And this is uh, straight-up voting. Also, if you haven't yet, we're also nominated for the Podcast Awards um, over at, I think, just PodcastAward.com. Uh, also, in at, go to StolenDroids.com. You can find us there. This is just in preliminary nominations, and you can only do it once. So if you haven't done it yet, go ahead and go there. Um, Send us some love. We appreciate it. We love you guys. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, we're happy to do it for you. Thank you. We have some feedback. Yay! Yay! First off, from Robert, um, Atlas Shrugged 2. Warm regards, Robert. It actually took me a while to realize what he was talking about. Last week we talked about different movies that are coming out turns mm-hmm. out that Atlas Shrugged 2 is coming out. Like the sequel? Oh, yeah, the sequel to Atlas Shrugged. Um, um, yeah. Or is it
2: the second part?
0: Uh, part 2. Part 2. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I know the book. It kind of snuck by me. The movie snuck by me. And I don't think I'm the only one there. I think it's because Part 1 was really so long ago, and it, no one really followed it?
2: Well, and it it I, it was limited release, too, I believe. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't a... You know, on, like, thousands of screens like the Avengers was, you know?
0: Right. Right. Well, Atlas Shrugged Part 2 is actually out now. So... Well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robert, thanks for pointing that one out, because we, we did miss that one. Um, also, we have a... Uh, Another one from Tovin. Toven writes, uh, Thank you for making one of your talking points about antivirus. This is from two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I have been doing a lot of research on trying to find the best, and in everything I've found and everything I've tried, I've noticed that Microsoft Security Essentials, Super Anti-Spyware, and Malwarebytes seem to be one of the best combinations as far as free goes. For paid services, ABG Internet Security 2012 and ABG PC TuneUp appear to be the best. I've tried Norton, McAfee, Anti-Vi, Avast, Symantec, Microsoft OneCare because, before it became Security Essentials. Both paid and unpaid versions. It's good to hear what you guys use and to have some validation that I've chosen the better ones to use. Thank you, Tovin. P.S. Some antiviruses won't allow you to install if you have another antivirus installed. ABG and Microsoft Security Essentials don't seem to like each other much. Tovin, that's a good point. Uh, Schmitty, I think it was you who said to overlap your antivirus. Mm-hmm. Some don't play nicely together. Right. Hmm. In fact
3: Well yeah And some of them you, I mean You disable one To install the other And it becomes a mess If you have too many But
1: yeah that's Yeah Because yeah, sometimes They'll find the virus vault Of the other antivirus And then they'll try to Quarantine that themselves Yeah or um,
0: my favorite is Kaspersky. Kaspersky is very powerful. It's an awesome antivirus. However, if you try and install anything else on top of it, it says, warning, warning, this other program you're trying to install may try and scan your entire computer, and that's a security risk. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, it's, what it's supposed, supposed to do. To do. <laughs> So, um, very good. Uh, I'm not really sure about AVG PC tune-up. I happen to be a little bit biased against programs that claim to tune up your PC.
1: That's my I've, job. I've tried it. I don't mind it pointing out things, but it's it, it's one of those ones that... Le- if, if, I, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it, it tries to lead into, uh, please buy this, and it doesn't do the full job without you buying it. And the same thing, they also had a uh, driver updater um, oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Where it tried to do do it, decided said, "Hey, here's all these driver updates. You can go ahead and get, if you want us to install them, get the paid version." And yeah. I went, "Well, thank you for telling me what they are. Maybe I'll just go pick and choose which drivers I want to go download." You <laughs> know the which, with,
0: which which driver updater is the best in the world? I found Windows Update. <laughs> go fig. <laughs> <thick>. Yeah, <laughs> most driver updaters
3: are crowdsourced, and so you're at the mercy of the crowd. If the crowd yeah. gives you a bad driver, then well, you're screwed. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So if you trust your drivers to a BitTorrent group, yeah, don't do that. Anyway, thank you for the feedback. We love hearing from it. Uh, if yes. you have feedback, feedback at StolenDroids.com. We will read it on the air and answer. Unless it wasn't a question, and then we can't really answer it. <laughs> I'm we can tonight. make
2: we can, we can we can phrase it like a question. The weather here is nice. <laughs> yes, it is.
0: What is the capital of Brazil? Um, (laughs) B. Elephant. Into
2: headlines.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's that dead air we were trying to avoid right there. They're
2: never going to give you up, I think, is what he was talking
0: about. So, um, Motorola, Motorola Mobility, owned by Google. Oh, yeah. Here comes the rage. um, Had originally signed in with a consortium. Of other manufacturers Uh, I forget exactly what it's called off the top of my head But it basically pledges that From when they develop and release the phones When the phones are shipped They will have upgrades Supported for it for 18 months 18 months from launch So a year and a half Um, And this week Motorola said "Um, No we're not going to do that anymore not that it ever did it so we have (sighs) now (laughs) we have (laughs) Motorola phones that are high-end phones that were how old is your phone now seven months that's eight months old. eight months yeah officially doesn't even have ice cream sandwich phones that were top of the line five six seven months ago still stuck on gingerbread ice cream sandwich by the way has been out for a year and these phones are still stuck on gingerbread, and Motorola has said flat out, sorry, we're not even going to upgrade them anymore. They're well, stuck where they're at.
2: Ice Cream Sandwich has since been
0: replaced as well. That's not even the latest and greatest. Yeah, that would be oh. Jelly Bean. So it's... Now, 2OS is behind. When they sold these phones, flat out saying, you are guaranteed an upgrade. Well, so what's Motorola doing about these broken promises and broken guarantees? If you complain loud enough, they will give you $100 credit... Towards buying a brand new Jelly Bean phone. So, Schmitty, yeah. your new phone that's six months into contract—feel like that hundred dollars is going to offset the amount it's going to cost for a brand new smartphone? Not at all. <laughs> These well, smartphones, people—if you're not familiar, if you haven't bought a phone recently, if you don't buy it on contract—it's like hundred dollars, five hundred, six hundred. Some of them seven hundred dollars. Oh yeah. Really yeah, stupid expensive ones how is $100 supposed to make anyone feel better it's cheaper
3: to uh, pay the termination fee and go get a new contract (laughs) with
0: someone else yeah (laughs) what on earth were they thinking it's like okay so I understand you couldn't adhere to that promise why did you make the promise in the first place
1: I mean there's a lot of people who either buy the latest computer whether it be PC or Mac knowing that when they get the OS, you know when they knew and know the new OS is coming out. It's a lot of them that said, "Oh yeah, the new OS is coming out in 3 months. You're going to you're you're going to get a free upgrade to this new OS if you buy now because they want you to buy now." Right. Mm-hmm. And the same thing here. So it, major major Bad no, mojo here, yeah.
0: Bad, bad, bad mojo. And what's worse is the fact that, again, like we talked about when they launched their new phones, Motorola is owned by Google. So someone explain to me where the holdup is here.
2: Well, my my question my question on this, Google's motto is don't be evil. This doesn't seem like very much the opposite of evil in well, my no, opinion.
0: Well, no, this... Um, Okay, so Google's motto is don't be evil. I think Motorola Mobility's motto is try your best not to be incompetent. Don't get caught? <laughs> I thought that was RIMS. <laughs> no, 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 no. RIMS is uh, the check will be in the mail by Monday, I promise. That, that's RIMS. Um, I don't, I, what's going on here? How can anyone have any confidence anymore in Motorola after this? They've decided to kill their webtop ideal after so many people bought into it. Um, and now they are ostracizing or alienating pretty much everyone who's bought a Motorola phone in the last six months.
2: Yep, yeah, I, I totally Guess agree. what they're not going to buy next time? Yeah, it's very bad business. Very bad
3: business. So, yeah, I was kind of hoping they would build the webtop into Android. Um it makes sense. It's a, it's a good good way to go for platform uh, compatibility, but just not happening. Just That'll not. be in lemon bar. Mm.
0: <laughs> well, in that case, that's not really a name you want. If they could <laughs> if they could avoid lemon at all,
2: <laughs> that's true. Lemon meringue. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You know what's what's the next one? Key lime pie. Is that what they said? No. So- or is that just what we speculated? I think that's what people are speculating is key lime pie, yeah. Because that's like the only K. Quiche. That's a Q. Wait, that's Q.
3: Dang it. That's not a <laughs> sweet.
2: No, wait, that's a C. So, yeah. yeah, I think this is very bad business for Motorola. But, you know, with with Google actually owning Motorola, is this coming from Google? No. I would it, imagine this is coming from Motorola. And, you know, what's Google thinking when they see this? Are they, oh, great, you know, our little stepchild is at it again. Let's go ground them. Or are they thinking, whatever, let them do what it, they want. With it Google? may
3: very well be a push to get people to buy jelly bean that, devices. That was the real
2: question. I'm not being rhetorical. All
0: right. There's the wormhole. <laughs> uh, no, I think is right. It's a push to get people to buy jelly bean devices. I think it's entirely in the wrong direction. Yeah, uh, fail. It's a major fail because originally they said if you, if your device can't be upgraded to Jelly Bean, we'll give you a hundred dollar rebate on a new one. And now uh-huh. that, that's been that's been perverted into if we decide not to update your phone to Jelly Bean Sandwich or to Jelly Bean, ooh, a Jellybean Bean <laughs> Sandwich, Jelly sandwich sounds sandwich. good mm. because these phones can run Jelly Bean. They can. Yeah, they can. It's just Motorola who's decided not to. You can
4: go download a custom ROM and flash it yourself.
0: Except for Motorola refuses to unlock the bootloader.
4: Well, yeah, just other that little, ways
0: around that. But yeah, <laughs> but there's just that little fact that I think that yeah. would be the least that Motorola could do. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, a few months ago, I want to say uh, we we said something on the show that I thought at the time was news, and it turns out we were speculating. And as it turns out, we were speculating a hundred percent correct. So
1: we talk speculated.
0: Another
2: to us. The, <laughs> well, the the question that I have at this point then is: Are we so good at what we do, and are we so on top of things that we're able to predict the future?
1: We, or, or is we this just so much common tape. sense we're just wondering why the government's now catching up to us?
0: Exactly. The story in question is that of Huawei. Huawei and ZTE have been brought before Congress, and Congress has said that. We think you're a security threat. Now, Huawei is a Chinese-based company. Uh, telecom company. A telecom company. They are employee-owned, which makes them very unique in the Chinese economy. Uh, really gives them a lot of freedom to operate internationally. They're also the world's largest telecom provider of LTE and 4G
1: systems. Who do they own? They, we were talking about this when we first brought it up. I'm trying to remember who it was.
0: I don't know if they own anyone so much. They also make a lot of phones. A lot of lower-end phones. Um, Well, the problem is is that they've been contracted in many countries to install the LTE system. The U.S. Senate and Congress in general have basically said because of their connections to Chinese intelligence, uh, Huawei's founder was ex-military, he's ex-military intelligence, um, that they view it as a security risk. There's two sides to this, I believe. And and again, we quote-unquote reported on this months ago. I really thought we were reporting a headline, but as it turns out, I went back and listened to the episode. We were actually speculating, and we were speculating something that came to pass almost word for word. There's two ways to look at this. Let's put on our McCarthy-era hat, shall we, the four of us?
3: Sweet! I love love stuff
0: from the 50s. Okay, so we have this foreign communist power who we know hacks us, who we know tries to get into our networks, and who we know is a security risk. They have this company, and this company is the one who has put in all of our phone and data systems. What's to keep them from cipher, ciphering off, or siphoning off, I should say, all that data and voice information? We've basically given them keys to the front and back door. It's a security nightmare. And that's what we were saying months ago. Okay. So there's the McCarthy-era paranoia, and I'm not saying it's unfounded. Here's the other side of that coin. We need LTE 4G systems. The U.S. does not have any companies that do this. Where else are we going to get this from? We have fallen so far behind, we don't have any other alternatives. We need this done, and there's no one else to do it. Is it their fault that they're Chinese? Is it their fault that... They show, so what? Our founder used to work in the military. Plenty of U.S. military veterans go in and found their own successful companies. It's not a smoking gun that we are intelligence-based. So, and I'm going far to the other side here. you know. But it's like, what are we supposed to do? And here we are, the American tech-loving public, stuck in the middle. I personally don't even know how to feel about it. Because, like, I don't really trust them doing it either. But at the same time, who else is going to do it?
1: But if we don't get it from them, does that encourage American companies that now see a market to hurry and get this done?
0: To gouge us for price-wise? To do it? Yeah. Well, all companies are going to try to gouge us one way or another, but... Here's the problem, is that American companies can't afford to undercut... The Chinese companies. And, and it Not could come all. down to any number of things. I should actually say something so totally factually inaccurate that Ruff writes us. Um, what, what did the that mermaids be? are real? The Chinese actually use <laughs> real orphaned children in the construction of their LTE towers. And that's industry. true,
2: though. <laughs> that, that is true, I believe. I, I think I saw that on some website.
0: Chinese so. workers are committing suicide. No, they're doing that uh, as well. I, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, they actually turn them into the towers, like transformers. Yeah,
2: the towers uh, are made from the bones of orphans over yes. there. What,
0: what Zook is really saying is, Ruff,
3: we miss you writing in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, what's uh, here? here's the thought, too. What's to stop Huawei from, I don't know, selling their parts to another country? Who then turn around and sell them to us you know we've got oil embargoes against countries who turn around and sell their oil to a country that we buy from I mean it, it happens all the time this is true what what's to what's to stop them from doing that
0: yeah it, the problem is is that we have let ourselves go so badly that uh, we can't we can't afford to be picky, people, unfortunately. That's that's the truth of the matter. Anyway, we wanted to hear what you... This is a rather loaded question about this entire situation. Feedback wait. at StolenDroids.com. There's not much more we can say about it. Um, there is, but it would probably piss off a whole bunch of
2: Chinese people and um, be factually inaccurate.
0: Speaking of Chinese companies, though, Lenovo. Lenovo is the company that bought the ThinkPad series from IBM when IBM got out of the PC, the, the computer. Done an-
3: awesome job. They've
0: done an awesome <laughs> job. They are an awesome tech company. And uh, in a complete reversal of everything, uh, of how the universe operates, they have pledged to make their computers in the U.S. So, we have American companies who make our electronics in China. This is a Chinese company who's pledged to make their electronics in the U.S. This is how you gain a lot of goodwill. <laughs> right. Um... Not much more to say about that, really I mean it's kind of cool i I foresee a slight price increase to happen, but um
1: well, is this the start of a trend because in one of our local newspapers, they were talking about how a Chinese company was actually moving its jobs its manufacturing jobs to Utah for um, fiber composites.
0: Well, and they're not the only one. I mean, and this is actually, this blurs between the last headline about uh, Huawei and uh, and this one. It's like Hyundai, Hyundai and Kia. They're actually both owned by the state or were anyway. You know, that doesn't mean that uh, Korean intelligence was out to sabotage us by our cars, but they were owned by the state. They were state-owned companies. Actually, the bank, technically. But when they moved manufacturing to the U.S., what happened to Hyundais? All of a sudden, their quality went through the roof. And their reliability and their sales, everything got better. And now people look at Hyundais as like, oh, yeah, it's a Hyundai. Before, you know, ten years ago, Hyundai's like, oh, that thing's going to die on you. So I, I'm wondering if maybe the same thing will happen to Lenovo here. Not that it needs to because you can't kill a ThinkPad with a bullet. Now, those things are indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> um... Speaking of Korean companies... Well, we're segwaying so well. We're so good at this. Hey, I actually ordered these.
2: It it does make me hungry for some sausage, though.
0: (laughs) Yes. Wait, what?
2: (laughs) Breakfast meats, (laughs) come on. Someone
0: (laughs) cue the (laughs) Rickroll. HTC has reported a net loss of 79% this last quarter. That's bad. And it makes me kind of wonder... Um, is there any mobile phone company other than Apple who's making money right now? Hmm. Samsung? No, Samsung just is, is losing money, and they're getting sued. Oh Well, yeah,
2: but they're all suing each other. It's an incestuous web of lawsuits. We've discussed that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I think I know how HTC could turn their turn their um, fortunes around, and that would be by releasing, um, ice cream sandwich for the incredible two owners out there because you know that would just make me so very happy (laughs) you're not
0: at all biased are you (laughs) which is funny because hdc phones have actually been going up in quality they've been getting better and better and better their sense ui went from something that people hated to now it's actually a feature that people enjoy
2: yes and i can attest to that that since four um is really nice. It's really nice. Uh, it's not overly bloated and whatnot. They're doing things right, but they're just not giving me ice cream sandwich. Yeah.
0: But uh, kind of interesting that even they're losing money.
2: Um, it isn't, though, in this economy... Sorry to interrupt you, but isn't everyone losing money in this economy? Yes. Pretty much. I mean, it's it's kind of just a given, I think.
0: L- l- let's put it... Uh Let's put it this way, and we're not trying to get political or whatnot, but people keep talking about the economy and why hasn't the economy rebounded. I don't think people realize how bad the economy truly is worldwide. Put it another way, mobile phones are the most profitable industry in tech right now. And they're all losing money. (laughs) It's that bad.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty
0: horrible. When a uh, California fruit company has to undercut its own profits and kill its workers to get the phone made, and they're the only ones who are able to make profit, and only by doing that, that's <laughs> bad. Well, it, it, do you think it may be because uh, of saturation and tablets? You know, saturation is an interesting question. I think it's because the saturation has happened, but the prices haven't gone down yet. Normally by now we should start to see the prices drop, and we haven't seen that with smartphones. Yeah. These smartphones that are still costing us $300 on contract should now be, at, I mean, it's been four or five years, they should now start to be $300 off contract. Yeah. And for true. whatever reason, they're not. Yeah. So, um, switching gears slightly, this one is po-
1: politics. A Senate candidate has been slammed recently. Um, now, actually, just, just, just a sub note on that we're not going to be slamming the politics. We're going to be slamming the slime that's being used in the politics. So, go yeah. ahead. We're not slamming a party.
0: So, um, a <laughs> main Senate candidate, uh, Colleen Lachewitz, Uh she's a social worker right now. She's running for the State Senate. And uh, her opponents have caught wind of one of her little hobbies that she likes to do, and have decided to lambast her in the media. It turns out she plays World of Warcraft.
1: Oh, the horror!
0: <laughs> the horror. This... Outstanding person who wants to run And be your representative She plays an orc assassin In this strange video game
2: So because she plays An orc assassin in An imaginary world She's obviously going to sneak Into your bedroom at night and
0: slit your throat Yeah Now on the flip side of this There is one thing I'd like to say That I'm not coming down on against her or, or for her either, she has said certain things in Wow forums that, like if a presidential candidate had said them, it'd be this it would be blown up on all news outlets. Is that necessarily her fault? Because she was just a social worker, and this is just something she did in her own free time. She didn't know at the time she'd be eventually running for state senate. So it's an interesting little twist there. It's like and and if you follow the links in the, in the story here, none of the quotes, none of the things she said were necessarily inflammatory, they weren't necessarily bad. They weren't just super civil either. Let's face it, it's World of Warcraft. But, uh... I don't know. She's getting really hurt by it, though.
2: She's probably a big Leroy Jenkins fan, though.
1: (laughs) But still, the whole reason why we're bringing this up is to show the absurdity of how stupid these politics are getting... Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we have to find any straw to grasp that To try to beat our opponent with They
3: don't even take it into account that she's level 85 I mean, that takes a lot
0: That shows dedication well, Don't do you what your turn state it, oh, representative more
1: time on the game Than she would be helping you do her job as in on the uh, That she's running for Oh my That's gosh, nice. no It just means she has free time <laughs> 12
0: years from now, 12 years, if that If that I, I swear to you, we will see on the presidential debates in 12 years. My opponent let his farm on fe- Facebook fall into disarray. He couldn't even balance the farm's budget. Chickens running amok, he was losing two cows per day. Do you, know you know how many want cows, that? you know how many cows have gone onto our, his, his friend's walls? <laughs> he didn't even return the ones that came onto his lawn he's very untrustworthy. Do you want that as the leader of the free world? It will happen. And that's that right there I
2: mean that's that's a pretty solid argument.
0: And I'm pretty sure that I pretty I hope by then the moon base is done so uh I can go live there. <laughs> okay, um speaking of Facebook. I did not actually plan that segue.
1: Uh, uh, no, nope, but you're doing a very good job this week. Okay, so you. Facebook is still trying to find ways to monetize themselves. And they're trying to find ways to, to bump their stock price back. up. So, they want to put in some new buttons. Now, we've been asking for a slap button, for a middle finger button, for a dislike button. Now they want to give you either want or collect buttons So that more merchants can see what you want, or see what you collect, and then, of course, send a whole bunch of ads your way. Why don't they just give us a thumbs-up, thumbs-down?
0: That'd make way too much sense. If it works for YouTube, how come it can't work for Facebook?
2: (laughs) Well, they'd probably put it up, and then you'd see, like, a dozen groups spring up in the next 30 seconds after it was announced. Give us back our like button. Well, no, the like button isn't going away. I know that, but but if they just went to a simple thumbs up, thumbs down, you know, where's the like? You can't like yeah. it if it's just thumbs up. You of need to like.
1: The group says, where's the love? That
2: would be awesome. <laughs> where's the love? Room 423.
1: Oh, dear. Cue <laughs> cheesy saxophone music. <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, last year, and I, I, I have to admit, the the title of this is slightly misleading. I don't know if they meant for the past 12 months or if they actually mean in 2011, but it has come to light that both Apple and Google have spent more money in lawsuits than they spent in R&D. Does this mean they have really good lawyers? Uh, that means they have really rich lawyers. But when people are saying that oh the patent system doesn't stifle innovation, no, actually literally it does. We actually have numbers to back it up now. Nothing's being <laughs> developed because they're just constantly fighting with each other Can over what's if already done.
4: All that money went into research and development, we would we would have jelly bean phones now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: or ice cream sandwich. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or jelly bean sandwich. Mm. Or gingerbread jelly beans. My teeth actually just <laughs> hurt thinking about how sweet a jelly bean sandwich would be. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, that says something really bad, actually.
4: Yeah,
0: it's frivolous. Much. That's in, like a best. Yes, <laughs> in Google News, uh, Google TV recently received an update. And it can now do something that I honestly thought it already could do. And I turned out not to be the only one. I think most people already thought Google TV could do this. But, as it turns out, it could not play things from the Google Play Store. Except for Oh, really? Yeah. So now you can buy movies or TV shows from the Google Play Store and watch them on your Google TV device.
4: Yeah, it was retarded half the time. Okay, so I have a Google TV. I would buy a movie on, on the Google Play Store Thinking I could play it over my Google TV No go So I tried logging in through Google Chrome Going to the Google Play Store and playing it through there And it would only work on half the movies that I, that I downloaded or rented So even, even through the browser it didn't work half the time So it, it, having this
0: update is pretty exciting I would like to point out, Schmidt here is the biggest Google advocate on the panel, and he thought it was dumb. So, um, <laughs> yay Google, way to join the party there. I mean, my Xbox has been able to do that for years. <laughs> um, in news of the huh, RIM has pulled the playbook from all its retailers. Analysts, who I think are wrong, I won't name names, but believe that this is an indication they'll be coming out with a new playbook.
1: So are they going to take all the old playbooks and bury them in the desert next to the ET cartridges? I'm wondering if they're going to smelt them down and make the new playbooks out of it.
2: (laughs) From 100% recycled material. (laughs) Uh, Don't they have like, I don't know, like $800 billion worth of
0: playbooks in a warehouse? They've been able to sell down their overstock um, by... Down to I want to say 550 million, so they were able to sell off quite a bit of it, and kudos to them for doing that. It's it's a huge reversal. I did not expect that. But here's what's weird: is the fact that the playbook two, the next playbook, is supposed to come out with OS 10, with BBX, okay, and it's a new QNS system, which hasn't launched yet, and it won't launch until the beginning of next year, allegedly. Allegedly. So it would have been. In this, and I'm just saying this because this is what would have made sense it would have made sense to give the retailers a certain amount of them and then not ship any more and try and sell off what you could for the next two, three, four months and then offer a rebate a buyback program to buy back the ones that hadn't sold right before launching the Playbook 2 as it is they are completely taking it off the market before launching the Playbook 2 and I, I don't understand why they would do that. The only thing I can think of, and I'm totally spitballing here, I will fully admit I have no clue if this is at all true, is that maybe the existing playbook can be retrofitted, or, or not retrofitted necessarily. No, I guess retrofitted is the right word. But it can be upgraded to handle the QNX-based BB10 and upgrade the RAM. Like, maybe they'll try and take them all back from the retailers Open all the boxes, upgrade them all, put them back in the boxes, repackage them, and that way they save the cost of manufacturing. But hmm. again, that's a, I, I personally feel, even though it's my idea, I feel like it's maybe a long shot there, and I'm just totally spitballing because none of this makes any sense.
2: But really, what has what have they been doing um, up there in Canada with in regards to Rim? That does make any sense. Listening to us. Well, that is true. And that does make a lot of sense that they would
0: listen to us, because let's face it, we're pretty awesome. Waterloo, (laughs) still our number one listen-to community, uh, listen-from community in Canada. Nice. More people per capita uh, in Waterloo listen to us than anywhere else. Rim just confuses the crap out of me.
2: I don't know what they're doing. They, I, I keep expecting them to die, but they won't. Which just goes to show that if you're deeply entrenched in a corporate environment, such as they are, it's hard to kill a, it's hard to kill a company.
3: We're just not trying hard enough.
0: Maybe it's actually <laughs> already dying, but it doesn't know it yet, and it's going to be doomed to wander the earth as a cursed one. As a cursed one, can a company be a cursed one? Probably. Yep. We'll, yeah. have to, we'll have to ask Larry tomorrow night.
2: <laughs> Ooh, spoiler warning.
0: Oh, did I let that slip? Larry uh, Correa uh, is going to be on our show tomorrow night. We are going to be recording the Stolen Droids Presents tomorrow night. And if you don't know yes. who that is, shame on you. New York Times bestseller. Monster and Hunter an Hunter. awesome guy. Larry Correa, writer of the Hunter Monster Hunter International series good series. I sure hope I'm saying his name right. I think it's was Correa. I don't, I don't know. I'll ask him tomorrow. We'll find out. And you should Meh. listen to it tomorrow night. Uh, okay, so...
2: Also now that we're derailed, let's try and get this show back on the tracks.
0: <laughs> also in weird news, um, Mozilla released its newest version of Firefox, Firefox 16. I think they did that yesterday. Today. Yesterday being Wednesday. Uh, today... Uh, They pulled it. They took the site down entirely. They pulled all links to it. You cannot get it. Turns out there's a massive security flaw in it. Like, so big that they actually completely retconned the number. Like, like (laughs) the build number. Yeah. So, the next release is going to be Firefox 16 again, but the build number... Will not even be incremental from the last one. It's going to be a new branch. Sixteen point zero point one. Yeah. Well, it is available now.
3: They they took it down. They were able to fix it throughout the day, and yeah, then they and released like a, it today
0: they released like a maybe an hour or two ago. They put it back up. Wow. No word yet on what the vulnerability was, but it must have been massive. So, um, I believe the vulnerability was.
3: Uh, the third-party websites were able to have access to all your the, the history of your URLs and all the parameters used Uh-oh. to visit those URLs. Huge security risk. <laughs> so Facebook could see if you what other websites you had visited if if they had programmed for that. Wait, don't
2: they already know that though? Is you're it jumping that ahead, can You're
0: jumping you- ahead. <laughs> oh, shut up. That's our talking point. So yay um into stupid news Stanley Media not Stanley Stanley Media is suing Disney for a lot of money yeah for to the tune of holy crap that's a lot of money 5.5 billion now because not everyone myself included is really familiar with the whole saga of Stanley Media can someone explain it to me
1: Apparently, I guess he sold his portion of it a long time ago uh, i don 't remember who he sold it to, but it still has his name on there because it 's obviously it 's a brand name. Well, somehow, some way, they believe that they still own the rights to a lot of characters that we have been seeing on the movies lately on that had made a lot of money. We're talking Avengers, we're talking, you know, Captain America and Thor Iron and Iron Man and and The Hulk, of course, was pretty popular. It was one Stanley helped together if I recall correctly. Yeah. And they're like, Oh yeah, we own the rights to some of those characters. You need to give us some money And Stanley media does not have a lot of money to hire a lot of lawyers. The Mo Ma- the house of mouse, has a lot of money to retain yeah. a lot of lawyers.
0: Stan- Stanley Media's lawyer probably like got his degree from like the Tijuana Bartenders Institute. Or,
2: <laughs> well, if I could interrupt here, it's my understanding that Stanley Media is claiming that when they, when, when Disney sold, or excuse me, when Disney bought Marvel and the rights to all of the Marvel characters. Stanley Media is claiming that they did not that Marvel did not own the rights to the characters that Disney was purchasing. That Stanley Media in fact was the owner of of the characters. And you know, cuz obviously nobody would stop to think, "Hey, we're spending billions of dollars on this company because of the characters are they included in the sale?" Uh, you know, I'm sure nobody would think to ask that, because that's just too stupidly obvious. And so, it's my understanding that they're saying that Marvel didn't own the rights to the characters when they sold it, to, D- or when Disney came in and purchased them. And now Disney's making all these this money off characters that they acquired in their Marvel purchase that they didn't own, I guess?
0: It's, it's really kind of stupid. Now, what's really dumb here to me is that maybe Stan Lee Media doesn't know who they're dealing with. And I don't mean Disney in that regard. I mean comic book fans. Comic book nerds, and I, I say that affectionately. Thank you. I, I'm not necessarily a comic book nerd, but I, I do like comic books. I just don't own many and I don't read them very often, but I, I'm familiar enough with them. But the really, really obsessive ones the really obsessive ones, can tell you every detail about a certain character's history across multiple arcs, Ultimate and Prime, across multiple worlds and dimensions, and which artist and inker and color uh, palette swabber or whatever did what. So do you think the... Com- I mean, these, these are the people who compiled a list of 2,000 details in Avengers that was wrong. Every detail these people are obsessive and you're have you never stopped to think that maybe one of them would have known had
1: you actually owned these these properties well and the other thing I was wondering about is you notice they waited until after all these movies made money before they stepped forward to do something instead of doing it before the movies were made well totally yeah but it's like but the the
0: comic book nerds are the ones who know who owns the Punisher rights at any given moment and no one cares about Punisher. yeah see (laughs) so who owns the Howard the Duck rights Marvel (laughs) See, so these are the people who know everything about these rights (laughs) I suck (laughs) so it's just crazy to me anyway we gotta move on here Um, into our MP3 news that's right MP3s they are the future a company has popped up online actually they've been around for a little while now that allow you to sell your mp3s
1: we're talking about reselling your mp3s like reselling your used cds yeah you've listened to your mp3
0: it's used it's probably scratched you know it skips when you play it now you You can can sell it back (laughs) and you can sell it back and they'll resell it out for you you know they'll they'll buff it up and get the scratches out and you know, reassociate the right album art to it or something. Awfully nice of them. How yeah. nice of them. Um and they'll sell it. Well, EMI is having none of that and they're suing them. And for once I think we're all in agreement that uh, yeah, they should be sued because it sounds like a scam. You know how you can give someone an MP3? It's called copy
1: paste. Control C. <laughs> yeah, they're they're trying to claim first sale doctrine. Uh, on this, which I guess is some legal term for, for sales and the like. But and, and I guess part of their idea was is that they would p- put a piece of software on your computer to confirm that the, that the MP3 was no longer on your hard drive. What happens if you own more than one hard drive? What happens if you happen to have copied it to a cloud drive? Or I was to say, yes, you're I, right. It's in my uh,
0: Google <laughs> Music locker.
1: Yeah, or or gee, it's in my MP three player. That's that that's that's full, and I'm not gonna update it anymore, or something like that. <laughs> it's I, on my home server. It, it's it's way too. the 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 whole well, The whole thing about a, a CD is that you can resell the CD, but you no longer have the CD in your possession, or the book, or the whatever it is, and that's how the reseller market works. Even though the the console game industry is trying to kill that, shame on you. um... But this MP3, there's not really any way to secure that. And so there's not really any way to say, oh, yeah, sure, let me go ahead and resell that MP3 I downloaded from Amazon. So. Yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, it, it's it's bizarre, and I actually wish EMI all the luck in su- suing these guys back to the Stone Age. So.
2: <laughs> that, you know, that's odd that we encouraged litigation. Oh, it's going to get better.
0: We're actually going to endorse PETA here, too. In our fast lane! Ooh, segue. Okay, first up, a blanket style DMCA takedown order from Microsoft was just processed by Google hitting 65 different websites. According to the notice, all references to the number 45 infringe on Microsoft's copyright on the number. I don't think we really need to add a punchline here, do we? (laughs) Korean rapper
3: Psy threw a free thank you concert in Seoul for his fans which ended up literally shutting down the city as people flocked to the streets to see him Psy has good reason to thank his fans his hit Gangnam Style is currently sitting at number one in the UK and number
1: two in the US it's a good thing there weren't any oscillating fans there Microsoft has decided to phase out their point system used on Xbox Live and the Live Marketplace in favor of using normal Currency instead. Previously, someone would need to purchase items using Microsoft Points, which were purchased at the rate of eighty. I assume this is eighty cents for a dollar. 80, eighty points for a dollar. This continues Microsoft's latest trend of doing things that are actually making sense.
4: <laughs>
1: and in an effort to cater to the geek demographic, Bravo has introduced a new
2: reality show called Silicon Valley. Initial reports compared to The Hills, only with the word synergy and web used a lot more. Yeah, it's even worse than you think.
4: <laughs> you think
0: uh, the word mortality. PETA, who is evidently now an indie game studio, has released a new game to point out the horrors of Pokemon. Ignoring the fact that Pokemon aren't actually real animals, we're surprisingly going to have to side with PETA on this one. The thought of capturing animals in the wild just to have them fight with each other to the death while living in tiny Pokeballs actually does sound
3: pretty sucky. While Apple Maps might have trouble telling people where the nearest Starbucks is, it seemingly has no problem showing everyone where a top secret military base is located. The long range radar base in Taiwan has been top secret until Apple missed the memo to omit it and published its full info to its mobile app. For sure this
1: can only help Apple's PR in China. <laughs> a programming glitch on Xbox Live wanted gamers to pay over 4 billion Microsoft points for the two new border for the new Borderlands 2 expansion pack. Good thing that Microsoft hasn't phased out the point system yet. Three uh, dollars sounds much worse. And finally, Superman can see
2: sporting a new outfit in the upcoming Action Comics number 18 due out in March. Without a trace of irony, writer Andy Diggle pointed out how iconic and recognized Superman was and how he intends to change that. All joking aside, the suit looks like Batman and Spawn had a baby, which is not cool. <laughs> and I'd like to add, Superman is iconic when he is wearing his iconic suit that he's had since the beginning of time. Except for all of the horrific suits that he's had from the nineties on. Yes. Stop messing
0: with it, people. Okay. Into our talking point. Admittedly, this talking point we're not truly um prepared for because, well, one, we didn't give ourselves a lot of time in the show.
1: It, it just barely popped up for us. And, it, and it
0: just broke uh, starting okay. this uh, like last night. Last week, we talked briefly about Microsoft's decision in Windows 8. Now, Windows 8 is going to launch with Internet Explorer 10, and by default, Do Not Track is going to be enabled. Now, some backstory here. Do Not Track is an initiative put out by consumer advocacy groups I slaughtered that word, but you know what I'm saying. To (laughs) stop cross-site cookie traffic from tracking you.
1: Essentially, uh, website A should not know that you've gone to website B. Correct.
0: Um, Now, marketing companies say, well, you know, this is what we use to market products to people more specifically. Uh, Security uh, groups say it's also a huge security risk and it's a privacy concern. And they're right. So... The consumer advocacy groups put out this idea of do not track. And if you enable do not track on your browser, it tells the site to not give a cross-site cookie. Well, this has gone back and forth for so long, all the different marketing groups, the ad groups, have said, well, you can't do that, that's not right, that completely screws things up for us. And so what was supposed to be a really noble idea of do not track, and super simple, like it was like a paragraph long, has turned into this mess of litigation, to the point where the ad groups have said, okay, we're not going to necessarily recognize do not track. We'll still track you. We just won't take your privacy information because that's what you really meant, right?
1: And what's even worse is even the, 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 the BBB, or the, 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 the Better Business Bureau, has said they won't take complaints against companies who continue to track you when you have the do not track turned on. So... Microsoft announced last week, and we, we mentioned this
0: in uh, in our fast lane last week, that IE 10 by default will have Do Not Track enabled. This week, news has come down then that the consortium of ad and uh, ad servers and ad services will simply ignore that. So, if you're using Internet Explorer 10 and you have Do Not Track enabled, it will simply figure you didn't mean that and it will track you anyway what's the whole point of having a standard if no one's going to follow the standard exactly well their, their assertion is that it's not a user's choice it is a
1: browser default and I'm thinking yeah so what I mean it's not <laughs> my choice to have bloatware on my phone but it's going to be there anyway so, so let me get this straight. If a user does make the choice
3: to turn on Do Not Track, and they go in and they they turn it off and they turn it back on, at that point it is a user choice. Yet sites are still ignoring it. Right. So I mean, there's not a way to determine to distinguish between a user choice and a browser
0: default at this point, which now, is that's ludicrous. A good point. Now, that's a you, really good point. Now, if you think that this is oh well, maybe it probably won't work. This won't work. Schmitty noticed today that a patch has already been submitted into the Apache web server project.
3: Yeah, the Apache Apache web server service project in their code, they've already written it in to ignore IE10's do not track setting.
0: It's already their in place. Part? They just did it. This is infuriating to me cuz it's the idea is that this piece of code was suggested to protect people, uh, protect their privacy, protect their security. And basically an entire industry just unilaterally said,
1: mm, no, we don't it's care. Almost like the, it's almost like the entire industry said, yeah, we know your phone's on a do-not-call list, but we're going to call you anyway, and we're not going to get fined for it because the industry that, that levies out the fines mm-hmm. will not fine us for it. I mean, if, if you get a call from a do-not-call, it's $11,000 per incident, there's no fines now when these companies decide we're gonna track you anyway well, no not
3: yeah not if it's not if they don't have to heed that now it's one thing for an ad company to decide they want to ignore that but for Apache to come in and say we're just going to outright ignore it just from the server from the get-go that's that's more than just you know an ad company saying they're gonna ignore it that's Everybody uses Apache well, Yeah, not everybody, but it's,
0: it's, it's big. Okay, so, so. the representative um, to the W3C working group from the Direct Marketing Association, there's going to be a lot of weird names and committee names here, so it's going to be hard to keep track. Basically, the guy who's on the side for the ads has said, and this is a quote, I love this. This, this is such hyperbole here. <laughs> Marketing fuels the world. It is as American as Apple Pie and delivers relevant advertising to consumers about products they will be interested at a time they are interested.
1: Synergy! <laughs> <laughs> How much BS can we throw into one comment? Holy no, uh, freaking cow! Yeah, that—that that is... That
2: is a perfect example of just using buzzwords to try and jump You smart, totally compared
1: opinion. a
0: privacy risk to as American as apple pie. One, if Alton Brown has taught us anything, it's that apple pie isn't as American as people think. And two, WTF? Does this mean I'm not patriotic if I don't believe in... According in to... Ignoring the terrorists. win. Actually, okay. I think they almost said that, too, okay. didn't they? Yes, they did. Okay, so it's... DNT do not track should permit it as one of the most important values of civil society. So they're saying do not track should allow tracking. Evidently, they don't understand what the word do not means or not. <laughs> um, so, okay, so well, it bypasses. You've got
2: to define, you
0: know, what the meaning of the word is. Is yeah, no joke. So it's they go on. It's by pro- byproduct also furthers democracy, free speech, and most importantly in these times jobs it is as critical to society and the economy as fraud prevention and IP protection and should be treated the same way here's the issue the people they're talking to this isn't on Fox News okay they're not talking to the American public or people who would actually vote or care or, or in this case not care because let's, let's let's face it most people do not understand what's happening here they're talking to the standards agencies. The people who actually do know U3 what they're talking C. about, yeah, yeah. So these pundits, and I know I'm using political terms, and I'm probably wrong, and I'll get lambasted for it. But really, that's how they're acting. They're acting like lobbyists,
1: I should say. That's a, <laughs> well, and yeah. see, that's just it. Though way, the, the way we got a do not call list is the government had to step in and do something. In this rule of political time right now, a lot of people are saying, what's the role of government? What do we need to do? What do we need to have them do? Well, this is a case of where, you know what, if the industry isn't going to track themselves and not going to police themselves the way that they're supposed to, you're going to force the government to come in and, and, and do it and take, take care of it for you. So if you can't track it yourself, if you can't take care of this yourself don't complain when a bill gets put through and i think there's already some getting ready to be put to be to be put through saying if if, if somebody has a do not track whether it's by default or not you've got to you've got to abide by it if this is yeah
0: this well, is one of those things where it's like it makes no sense what the ad agencies are trying to do
2: isn't it safe to say as well that in addition to creating jobs and whatnot it's promoting harassment And I'm pretty sure if I start harassing some of these people at home, you know, giving out their information to strange people on the street that like to talk to the air and
0: whatnot, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a beef with me. Now, we have to finish this up here because we've been running long on this episode. We've had a lot of good headlines this week. But I would propose two things. Unfortunately the cast out of the back. uh, The ad agencies know that Microsoft has a do not track, and they're going to block it. But they could have gotten around it by doing one easy thing, and it's something they actually already do. If you install a new copy of Windows 7 right now, it comes with Internet Explorer 8 or 9, depending on which service pack version you get. And the very first time you launch Internet Explorer, it prompts you for something. Do you wish to use recommended settings? Or would you like to use custom settings? Now, if you hit custom settings, it allows you to go through and ch- select your search provider and sure, file wizard. associations. It's really advanced, and it allows you to do it, fine-tune it. Or you can use recommended settings, and that recommended settings automatically turns on certain safeties, anti-phishing, it uses Bing as your search provider, which, okay, whatever. But it sets certain things. And you know what? That constitutes a user's choice, even if they don't fully understand. So they should have just kept that for IE 10, and in Mm -hmm. the recommended, you know, use recommended default settings, and in that was do not track. They should have just left it like that. Because then the DMA and the DAA wouldn't have had a leg to stand on. Unfortunately... We're past that. They're already blocking it. So, I would propose that Microsoft, because I know they listen to us so much, in Windows 8, the new Windows Defender is what's in charge of, of negating or blocking do-not-track cookies. Because if the web servers are going to be programmed to ignore IE10's requests to stop the cookies, have the OS do it instead. That's Consider it like, like anti malware or antivirus. Have That's a brilliant idea, and that way it would be cross cross browser as well. Cross browser, yeah. and should the ad agencies develop some kind of new cross site tracking cookie, all it requires is one little patch from Microsoft, and the Windows defenders have been updated too.
3: There you go. Hmm.
0: Microsoft, call me you know when it when it all
3: boils down in you know at the end of the day or whatever you want to use there um advertising will still live on if they can't track cross site it has before there's still m- tons of people that don't have ad blockers and I, t- people aren't going to suffer apple pies aren't going to go away and we're not going to be un-American for doing so it it really doesn't matter when when you look at it from a distance so that's one reason why it always gets my blood boiling. It just doesn't matter. That,
0: Yeah. Let, let's, let's put it this way, okay? We, we've talked about this with uh, many other industries, but when they're trying to circumnav- circumvent change and enforce old policies, we, we talked about this with SOPA PIPA, we talked about it with uh, Comcast, uh, we've talked about it with the M- MPAA and the RIAA, there's a problem there, and that's what these guys are doing too. The ad agencies are trying to enforce an old paradigm onto a new technology. So, we do need to move forward into our favorites, but we do want to hear what you guys have to think about this. Do you not care? Is it not even an issue? Are you enraged about it? Are you? Fo- do you understand the ad agency side? We want to hear feedback at com. Into our favorites this week. Mine is uh, it's a special button. This button... <coughs> Can be used for everything and it will replace your staples that was easy button and it is a no button and it's exactly what it sounds like it's at no.com uh, you should have it loaded up <laughs> on your computer at all times ready to go
2: okay my favorite is um, a new toy story short it's coming out I think it's going to be in theaters here in the next few weeks uh, called party source rex you can watch it online now uh, rex gets to go hang out with the bathtub toys. Uh, Best line in the whole thing, what up, fishes? So, check it out.
3: (laughs) They did not. (laughs) And my favorite, uh, you may have noticed our new intro music. Um, Thank you to um, Rimdraglage, now renamed Ninja Moped. Uh, Their their song, 8-Bit Trip, uh, they've allowed us to use for our intro and outro and uh, my favorite this week is the music video, they use uh, stop bit animation for uh, w- with Legos and make it really entertaining uh, and according to the uh, the details of the, of the video, they had over 1500 hours of, of Lego brick animation, so good on them, this is it's a really awesome video,
1: check it out all right, so my favorite's going to be kind of weird because it's just a rumor. Um, and it's only a rumor at least at this point in time. The rumor is is that Disney is seriously thinking of remaking the Condor Man movie. Uh, as long as it has really cool car chases like the first one did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Condor Man. <laughs> I would love, I I'm find still trying it, to define that either on DVD or VHS, just because that's how badly I want it. <laughs> I I just have a tough time wrapping
2: my head around the fact that Condor Man actually became the Phantom of the Opera. Whoa. Whoa,
0: mind blown. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Chew on
0: that little nugget of information until next week's show.
3: <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh, again, that is our show for this week. You can follow us on Facebook, fr- Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Do whatever on Google+. Just do it. Uh, until next week. Cheers. End of line. One to beam up. Peace
2: out, fishes!